Welcome to The Kimbretta Show, where all things lead back to how to be the best leader of you. Each of our conversations encourage us to love, learn, and lead ourselves and others. Kimbretta is her name, and leadership is her thing. Get ready. It's time to grow. Hey, y'all. Hey, 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 hey. Can't you tell I'm excited? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Kicker and the Chase with your girl, Kimbretta, boss babe. Leadership is my thing. You know what I'm saying? And today I'm going to hit you up with another mini pod, getting ready to end off season one. I'm so excited so we can crack into season two. And I need you guys to write me and let me know some stuff you want to me, want me to kind of peel back the layers on from a leadership perspective or not. I'm game. Okay. But listen, today we're going to be talking about the lazy boss, laissez faire. Okay. The lazy boss who I wrote about in my book, Bosses Who Kill, and described them as one of the six toxic leaders in the workplace. If you lazy, you're toxic. And that is all. So let's get ready to jump in, all right? It's time to punch in. We about to go to work. Well, all right. Listen, thou shall not, you understand me, not be lazy. I open with this quote. A person is being lazy if he is able to carry out some activity that he ought to carry out, but is disinclined to do so because of the effort involved. And that is by Neil Burton. So that means you have everything you need to take care of a task, but you don't. <laughs> I mean, does it get any clearer than that? Lazy. All right, lazy. To lead a person or group of people in the successful completion of any task, it requires effort. And yes, sometimes that effort will take you out of your comfort zone. But don't bite off more than you can chew. And you don't need to be accepting nobody's, nobody's role, promotion, or title to lead any group of people anywhere when you know you are lazy. You just don't even need to do it. At all. Period. Point blank. Listen, Neil Burton, he, he also wrote an article and he, uh, for Psychology Today. And he explained in this article, he said, he, a person, is being lazy if his motivation to spare himself effort trumps his motivation to do the right thing or the expected thing. Each of us has the power to choose. We can choose to do the right thing or the wrong thing in any situation. <laughs> in short, laziness is a choice. It's a choice. You can do nothing or you can do something. The choice is yours and own your power to choose. Act on it. Do something today that you can be proud of tomorrow. Don't be lazy. It is matter of fact, one of my Biggest pet peeves. And if my daughter was here, she would say, Mom, you have a lot of biggest pet peeves. Okay, okay, okay. And yes, I do. And it is one of them. Laziness. I have zero tolerance for it. Especially when it comes to leaders who have people's livelihood, professional livelihood hanging in their hands and they sit around on their lazy butts. I'm not here for it. 
But let's go ahead and get into the basic sins of the lazy boss. We're about to break, and I don't mean go anywhere. We're about to break it down, okay? It's time for us to peel back the layers on this lazy boss. All right, all right, break the break, the break, break down. Okay, listen up. So we got this lazy boss, right? You know, I'm breathing hard because when I tell y'all, I cannot stand them. I cannot stand them. I can't stand them. I can't stand them. Anywho, the number one sin of the of the lazy boss is to be MIA, just missing in action. They are missing. They're unpunctual. They're slow. They out the loop. They don't. They missed it. They didn't hear it. They were sitting in the meeting. They don't remember it. They missing. Okay. They just missing. All right. Number two, sin of a lazy boss. They're poor communicators. Waiting for the lazy boss to share updates will always leave others in the dark. They don't know how to communicate. They're too. It requires too much effort. Okay, to communicate. Number three, basic sin of a lazy boss. They play the blame game. When things go wrong, it's never their fault because they have been disengaged when it's time to explain the shortcoming. Their only line of defense is to blame their team or other coworkers or someone else in a far, far away land. Okay. They play the blame game because they don't do the work. They're too lazy. They haven't done anything. So what else do you do when you are being questioned if it ever happens? Number four sin of the lazy boss. They are unethical. Let's face it. I mean, let's face it. You can't be lazy and be honest. They don't go hand in hand. If you're not doing the work, someone else is. So when the lazy boss's manager asks them for updates or their employees ask them for direction, they are not prepared with facts or truth because they haven't done the work to know the answers. So they tend to really skirt on that unethical line because they're just trying to survive because they don't remember that they really have a job to do until they've been questioned about it. Right. That's what lazy people are. They're just lazy. They're in their own world. They're daydreaming. They're hemming and a horn and doing whatever. Right. Until questioned. And now it's time to what? Blame others. Don't know how to communicate. Go missing or be unethical. Right. And then last sin of the lazy boss. You don't think through your choices. Because decisions are generally ignored until they are due because you've been too lazy to care. You cannot research and analyze what is best to do. So most decisions that a lazy boss makes are really based on instinct or hearsay or honestly sheer panic. (laughs) Sheer panic if we're being honest. And you know what? Don't get me wrong. It, it does take a little effort to be lazy, but not as much effort as it takes to be productive. Lazy bosses and bosses who don't really want the responsibility of managing people, they always try to take shortcuts. If they don't like something about you or your work, rather than give you constructive criticism to help you develop, they'll start attacking you with vague generalities like your attitude or teamwork attributes. Do not get sucked in by this, okay? 
Because first of all, let's just deal with the word attitude. That is a label for behavior that could honestly represent anything. So no one can see labels. No one can see your attitude. You can't even put that in an eval for real. Like, get out of here. Right. There has to be an example of observable, um, excuse me, observable is what the word I'm looking for. Observable bad behavior. Anytime your boss is making an attempt to coach you up, there has to be an example of observable bad behavior. It can't just be them throwing out things that they think about you, right? Let me tell you something. The lazy boss is dangerous, very dangerous. And they're dangerous in situations where group members lack knowledge or experience that they need to complete tasks and make decisions, Right. Very dangerous. Not only do lazy leaders negatively affect their subordinates, but their actions or lack thereof also run through the entire organization right down to the bottom line. So it is vital to deal with laziness as soon as possible to avoid infecting your entire company's culture or their performance. You have to attack laziness head on. Head on. I have a true story. It's my own true story. It's not from an interview. My own true story. I once, whew, I once worked for a lazy, lazy. And let me just throw this color in for you. Lazy ass, okay? Lazy ass boss, okay? It was horrible. If you can imagine, uh, it's me we're talking about here. Someone who's always thrived and loved and, and just been nurtured off of things leadership. Dealing with a bad leader for me hurts on the deepest level. So if awards were given for being lazy, my boss, Jane, my old boss, Jane, thank God I work for that company anymore, would walk the red carpet all the way to claim her prize. Or maybe she wouldn't. Maybe she'd get one of her subordinates to go and get the award for her <laughs> because she's lazy. OK, so one day she comes to my desk to share the message. Oh, Guys, she's walking through the aisle. She's like, everyone be on their best behavior because some execs are going to be here and they're going to be walking through, you know, and so we just want everyone to be on their best behavior. So once she made it to my desk, like she's saying this all up and down the aisle, she says, oh, I don't have to worry about you. You're really quiet. And my neighbor looked at me with this cocked eyebrow like, what? Because like we chatted all the time at work. You know, thankfully, I was like super good at what I did. So I could do that. But like that was just another example of she's probably clueless too, right? She's lazy and she's clueless because you don't know what's going on. <laughs> but you'll have to go back and listen to the Clueless podcast and you'll catch up and catch that joke. But anyway, so I knew my job fairly well. So this is what it is. So apparently word got around that I was doing well, right? Is there were two people who were on my team that were struggling. Now, they were clueless and complaints were pouring in from their lack of knowledge and how much they were really screwing up on people's files. So the other managers have been telling me how, get this, the other, not my manager, the other managers have been telling me how great a job I've been doing. And they wanted to know if um, this is what she said. I'm sorry. She comes to me and she says, hey, Kim, the other managers have been telling me what a great job you've been doing. I'm blinking my eyes. I wish y'all could see me. I'm like rolling them now really hard. Imagine my disgust when she says other managers within the office had to tell her what a good job I was doing. And she was wondering if I could help and train the other associates. That's just one story because I've had several lazy bosses. Okay. Several lazy bosses. 
Of course, I said, sure, no problem. I mean, I wasn't altogether sure at that young age. I think I was 24, 25, that it was ever a good idea to say to your boss, no, I have work to do, and that will slow me down. I don't know if that's ever a good idea to say. So, of course, I said, yeah. Each of these individuals sat with me. You know, I trained them. I even sent her, you know, some feedback on what I felt about, you know, how well they would do based on being trained and everything. And all she did was uh, reply an email that said, thank you. And and, and I'm thankful for the experience because that is when I learned that I had a passion for training through going through that. Um, So I ended up veering off and and promoting up to the training department, but it was disheartening that she didn't know me well enough to even know one that I did my job. Well, that she had been so missing. She knew nothing about me, nothing. Had I left it in her hands for me to be rewarded or compensated based upon how well I was doing, it would have never happened because she didn't know. Thankfully, in that situation, her boss is someone that I have worked for in my past life, and he knew me to be a hard worker. So I literally went to him. Yes, skip the chain of command when I was interested in training. And he was like, what? Heck yeah, I can so see that for you because you've always been so good. And it just kind of worked out. You know what I mean? But that isn't going to be the case. That's like a one-off this is going to be a case for everyone out there which is why working for a lazy boss is so dangerous for the subordinate it could really really kill them professionally and financially we just can't have it so listen let's get ready to go ahead we're going to get ready to take it home and do the kicker and the chase and we're going to talk about what kind of fix if there is a fix for this lazy lazy boss all right let's get ready to go home And the chase, the kicker and the chase. Listen, first, first, first things first. You got to find out what is the cause of this individual's lazy behavior. And I'm talking to my executive leaders out there, the people who employ these lazy middle management managers, whatever. Laziness is sometimes rooted in a lack of self-discipline, the need for recognition. It could be a lack of emotional support or a lack of self, uh, just self, um, self-efficiency, just self-esteem, right? As executive leaders of these bosses, you got to adopt methods for motivating lazy bosses, making them accountable to goal setting and follow through. Maybe even implementing some kind of award system to motivate them. Whatever you got to do, y'all got to get out there and do it. Because if you love these bosses and you think they're great and you think they deserve a second chance, then do what you need to do to get them together. Right. More importantly, have a frank discussion with this lazy boss about his or her underperformance. Being sure to clarify other outside issues that may be causing their laziness. Be open to new ways to help this boss improve. Right. Right. It could be a much needed vacation. They could have had something going on personally that just kind of is still kind of the residue of it is floating around. Right. It could be uh, they need to switch a shift. Maybe you need to get creative in your organization. Offer this boss a four by ten work four days a week, 10 hours. You got to think of something if, if, if you feel like they are worth keeping and salvaging. As I mentioned you got to be willing to flex and create an environment where they can improve and thrive. There are so many circumstances where a lazy boss can go undetected. Like when their followers are highly skilled, their subordinates, or they're well-informed and take pride in their work. And so they're just going to do a good job anyway. A lazy boss can float under that radar undetected. 
right? And we don't want that. As a leader, we need to know what any literature has to say about making us better. You shouldn't even be a leader and you don't read books in literature on leadership. That's just absurd to me. Good leadership enhances every environment that it touches. It increases production and output. It develops high morale among staff and it minimizes problems that happen in the course of doing business, thereby saving the company money. In short, it is this was the most difficult boss when I was researching to write to write about a fix for because laziness to me has such a deeper level that is rooted in that's connected more mentally or emotionally. It's kind of hard to really provide a fix per se. But I can offer you this. Some things you can do to just avoid it. Just a few things. Check in. Meet regularly with your team. Ask them what they need. Write it down. And when you check in again, go through the list and check it off. Did I meet that need? Did I meet that need? Right? Maybe you just need to do check-ins to help hold you accountable. Another thing you can do is make a to-do list. Once you've created the list, Add a timeline to it. If you know there are things that you've been procrastinating on that you haven't gotten to, make that to-do list, right? Create it. Put a timeline on each ticker on that to-do list, each task, right? And then just build yourself an accountability group. Maybe you aren't of mindset or ready to face your team. Maybe you need another leadership accountability group. Maybe you need to ping a couple of peers around the office and say, look, I've been struggling. I've had a hard time. I'm trying to do better. I need you guys to hold me accountable. Set up consistent meeting times with those people in your accountability group, right? Check in and make sure you're up to par. And you got to be willing to let them tell you the truth. This is of makes, I mean, this is null and void. Building an accountability group is null and void if you're not going to be receptive to the feedback that you get, be it good or bad. Okay. And I end with this quote. Leaders aren't born. They are made. And they are made just like anything else through hard work. And that's the price we'll have to pay to achieve that goal or any goal. And that is by Vince Lombardi. It's been real, y'all. It has been real. You know, I love y'all. Can't wait to see y'all tuning in. Season two is about to kick off, kick off, kick off. And I'm so excited about it. There's so much more to come. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me. I love y'all. Follow me everywhere, everywhere at Kimbretta, okay? Holla. Remember, love, learn, lead, and then repeat. I'm your favorite leader, Kimbretta. Boss, babe. And your next best decision, call me. I love y'all. Thank you so much for listening, watching, and sharing. Follow me on all social media platforms at Kimbretta, K-I-M-B as in beautiful, R-E-T-T-A. Follow me also and listen to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. See you soon.